This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Live from the Fireside app, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and did you notice the Fireside app logo now looks suspiciously like Tinder's? I mean, I could have been suckered into giving a handsome millionaire all my money. Uh, again. I should relax, though, and maybe just draw a picture of a bird. In fact, that's what we're talking about on today's show. Why relaxation is important for busy people. Speaking of busy people, we welcome the busiest dad in personal finance, host of the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, and father of two that he knows of, Andy Hill. And from LenPenzo.com, we welcome Frankie Goes to Hollywood. <laughs> They're way relaxed by now. It's just Len Penzo. Then we have <laughs> the king of chill. I almost got through that with a straight face. Oh, gee. And now, the guy who's going to help you relax about your financial future, Joe Saul. See hi. Oh, geez. The king of chill. Oh, my God. Happy Friday, everybody. I can't believe we made it to the introduction. We've been here trying to uh, get the microphones all working for quite a while. And uh, I'm Joe Salci. I average Joe Money on Twitter. And so far, so good. We made it two minutes into the show without uh, anything major happening. But we got something major for you today. We're going to be talking about getting more relaxed. It's The world gets busier and busier all the time. And what do we do about it? Let's uh, say hello to the gentleman who's normally across the card table from me. But today he's holding down the fort in the basement while I am in downtown Charlotte, North Carolina. Mr. OG, how are you, man? I think you meant to say out slacking. 
I wish I wish I was slacking. We're, we're about to have an event, uh, a book signing event, and I have no books. Through a series of comedic errors, there are no books coming, OG. So that's going to be fun. Hmm. Intriguing. Yes, absolutely. And you have been on a circle tour of the United States as well. Yeah, trying to keep up with you, but uh, pretty impossible, actually. Just flying all around the country. And a guy who is flying below everybody's radar deep under Los Angeles, Mr. Len Penzo's here. I'm glad we're having this uh, relaxation conversation today because you know what? I am extremely stressed. I just got an email. You, you see those emails with it has the little exclamation point next to it? You know, so it's urgent. Yes. Oh, boy. And here to save the show on a random Friday. We're so glad he's back. My old neighbor and the host of the amazing Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, Andy Hill, here to save the day. Hello, everybody. I, I, I hope that uh, everybody's feeling good around <laughs> all of, of America. Andy, nobody heard the first 20 minutes of this while we were trying to get the mics hot, but it's just like old times, my friend. It is. Hey, you know what? It, 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 that's just a way to speed things up and have everybody just be on the same level. Now we can relax, right? We got, yes. the, we got the stress and the intensity going. Now we can chill and relax. And, we're and, feeling good. and you clearly are juggling a lot. You're yes. a dad of two beautiful kids and uh, you've got this amazing podcast. Tell everybody about Marriage, Kids, and Money. Yeah, the, the goal of the podcast is to help everybody young families build wealth and happiness. And a part of that happiness is trying to create a schedule that allows you to relax, allows you to utilize your wealth, utilize the money that you've built up to create a life you've always wanted. And baking in that relaxation is very important, which I'm trying to do as of late as a young parent, but man, it is tough. Well, in just a few minutes, we're going to dive into why relaxation is important. And uh, as the world gets busier, we're, we got Andy here, we got OG here, we got Len here. But first, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers, they're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Well, don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment's the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words... Your money's breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money in the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. All right, let's talk relaxation for busy people.
Hey, let's talk about uh, uh, getting more relaxed. You know, OG, it's it's funny. You, you and I talk about this all the time, about the fact that life just gets busier and busier. Why do you try to make time in your day to make sure that you get away from this bucket of stress that is this 24-7 cycle that we all seem to be on now? The bucket of stress that is you? You that mean? is me. I'm not a bucket of stress. I am today. Jeez, you're crazy. You crazy. I think that, um, you know, especially in our role as creators, and I don't mean necessarily from the podcast perspective, but but in any, you know, I use like kind of the, 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 the global hour, meaning everybody is doing something creative in their life, you know, whether even even if you're a numbers person and you're an accountant and you're putting stuff into a spreadsheet or something like that, it's it's still a creative uh, activity. And in order to have creative energy, you have to be fully rested, I think. And a lot of times people think that you need, you need to work really hard in order to earn some time off. And, uh, and you, you know this, Joe, but, but we think kind of differently about this, right? We think that you get to do really creative things if you're really well rested. So it's just a fancy way of staying in bed later. Really? (laughs) Well, the time away, I mean, the time away does make me much more creative, which is seems like a non sequitur. It also makes it so that those hours that I'm at work are actually, actually better. But Andy, uh, it can also improve your mood. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I I find, especially as a a married guy with a couple of kids, it's very important to uh, not fly off the handle uh, for no reason, <laughs> especially when you've got uh, other people in your life that are really important. So yeah, I find that when I try to just grind through my work day or I try to get everything done real fast or or let it bleed into the evening hours, that's when things start to not go so well for my family life. So I try to I try my best to cut it off at the end of the day, put my phone away so I'm not thinking about these stressful work things that are on my mind, just sort of let my day, you know, go into family hour and then also just relaxation time. So that is interesting. Well, that's interesting you say that, Andy, because, you know, Cheryl and I have been at dinner before and we both have the phones out with kids. This is even worse because your kids are trying to tell you about their day and you find yourself going, "Uh uh uh-huh, 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 while you're not even really listening and they know it. Exactly. Yeah. And and, and for me, I, I often do this parenting thing where I say, well, you know, no screens at the table or, you know, you're, you've been on your screen too long while I'm actually currently looking at my screen. <laughs> so <laughs> talk about uh, hypocritical parenting, right? No. So what I'm trying to do is model that behavior. If I want them to do things that I think is good, then I should start practicing those myself. We're, we're going to talk tactics here in a little bit, but, but since you brought it up, uh, is that difficult? I mean, did you find when you first started trying to put the phone down that there's this, I don't know, this tractor beam like they have in Star Wars, where between you and the phone, it's hard to put it down? Absolutely. Well, I've sort of built my life now, my business around um, having a laptop and phone near nearby me quite a bit, because that's sort of where the money comes from for me now. So I'm trying to make a break in between these the time when I'm working and the time when I'm in my family mode. So yeah, it's it's become very difficult. Um, I actually have a physical box that I now put my phone in in the laundry room, and and it's just said it says unplug on the top of it, just to remind myself that it is time to put this thing away and be be the family guy you you espouse to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be who you say that, that you are and who you exactly. really want to be. Len, uh, this piece that I'm reading from says that meditation 
can actually help reduce your stress levels. Have you meditated before? Um, yes, I, of course. I, I lots of all the time, actually. Yes, but, but but I haven't. I mean, I've I've tried it a few times. I, I don't think I've tried it enough because I hear so many great benefits about meditation. But but I find I find when I try to meditate, I just fall asleep. You know what it does? It it. it it's it's just, it kind of it's a good way of blocking all the bad things out that are that are coming at you. That's that's what I. It's kind of like a peaceful place. That's what I like about it. It takes your brain and puts it in a peaceful place. That's that's what I that's what I try to you to focus on something nice and it it really does help you uh, to reduce your stress. Do you find do you meditate like as a stress reliever, or do you have a set routine like a morning routine where you do meditation? No, I do it when I'm when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Like really, yeah. So when 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 I'm feeling the overload, that's when I say, okay, I'm going to just push my chair back away from my desk, and I'm just going to take some deep breaths and go to a, a quiet place in my brain. Yes. You know, cause I've always yeah. looked at stress. It's like a brain spasm. It's like, it's like your brain is spasming on worry or on something that, you know, you, you really are worried that's not working out the way you want. And it's a good way to just try and get, it's like a massage for your brain. That's how I look at it. Well, uh, this piece I'm looking at says that uh, stress has been linked to many health problems like heart disease, diabetes, and high blood pressure. I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, negative health consequences. Yeah, this is a pretty good piece you've been you're looking at. I think. What are you I talking think, about? Oh, I, it sure seems. I I've, I think I've seen this piece before. God, he's onto us, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) It only took us like four minutes. And no, no, no. I've been on it for a while, but I'm I'm kind of embarrassed now because this is one of those pieces that that I know you're going to hate because it has one of those shameless plugs in it. (laughs) Yeah, but still, it's a. I'm just waiting for that part to come. Uh, so for people that don't know what's going on, and we created today's episode, we we made Andy and OG and Doug promise that, that we'd see how long it would take Len to know that we were quoting his piece from <laughs> LenPenzo.com. The piece is called Why Relaxation is Important for Busy People and How to Find the Time. OG, oh, that took him a lot less long than I thought it was going to. He, he figured it out when you said, uh, when you said the, uh, 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 that you have to meditate. Like that's that's the moment because he was like, huh? No, I figured it out when he said. I figured it out when he pretty much said the whole title of the of the uh, article, and I was like, wait a minute. And then I was thinking, oh no, this is one of those articles with the shameless plug, and I'm waiting for that part because he always points that out too as well. So we'll just wait for that part because that comes in the tactical position of this. So we'll just wait. But but very seriously, Len, I really like this piece. And I want to talk about this because people are so busy, and yes. and uh, and and you look at the the health effects that come with reduced stress levels. Like, have you seen the pictures of of our presidents and the day they become president and then the day they leave office and just this huge amount of amount of aging that they've all done? Like, it, every president has aged just a lifetime in either four or eight years. Yeah, it's very it's very real. I mean, it's a very real phenomenon as as most probably our listeners can will uh relate to after they look at the latest pictures of themselves after listening to this podcast. <laughs> very very stressful. Andy, do you Andy, do you meditate? I do actually. I started the Calm app uh 
couple of years ago and it really helps me a lot. And it, and to Len's point, it, I usually do it when I'm feeling stressed. It's like, okay, it helps me take 10 minutes just to chill and relax. And then most definitely after that 10 minutes, I feel a lot better. It's I, I liken it to just going out and getting a walk in, you know, breathing some fresh air, taking deep breaths. And it really calms me down. I like it a lot. Well, speaking of walks, I know, OG, I think that when stress gets really high for you, you, you jump on the Peloton, right? I feel like I should be on the Peloton all the time. Um, I think any sort of movement creates the energy and the space that you need to make better decisions. So, you know, there's a reason why taking the long shower like leads to like creative ideas, right? It's because you're not actively thinking about it. If you can take time in the middle of your day, I think Len talks about this in his, in his part here of, of uh, scheduled time for yourself. I think, you know, if you can take time to do a lap around the building or lap around the park or whatever, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes, that's enough to kind of detox yourself from everything that's going on in your day to day and just give you space to think about other stuff. And that's really kind of the biggest part with, you know, trying to be creative. And yet, and yet, Andy, we resist it. At least I do. I resist meditation. I resist working out. I resist all that stuff. If it's so good for us and people listening are like, well, yeah, this is all kind of duh. How come we don't do it? How come we don't, we don't do it more? Well, it's a balance, right? I mean, we've, we've got things that we want to accomplish in our day. We got things that we need to do, but sometimes those can get overwhelming and we don't schedule in the time that we really need to relax. So if, if we all agree that relaxation is important, then we should be scheduling it in just as much as we're scheduling and riveting podcast interviews like this. Well, they, they, uh, uh, all three of you talked about scheduling. We're going to talk about how to find the time to relax after a long week or during a long week or how to break up your long week and the tactics half of that. But of course, first it's time, I think for our trivia challenge and on our year long trivia competition, we have our three main contributors. For those of you that are new to the show, they are, uh, they go head to head from January through December. And this year, it has been close, but last week when we had on our special comedy episode, uh, we gave two points to people. So all three of you are wondering, well, where might you be? And uh, Andy, you're playing on behalf of Paula Pant. You want the good news or the bad news from where Paula's sitting? Oh, uh, I'll start with the bad news. The bad news is you're in last place at mm. three and a half points because of that tie a couple weeks ago with OG. But the good news is that means, Mr. Hill, that you get to go last, which is hey, a great, good. powerful place to be. OG, you are in second with four and a half, half a point behind Mr. Penzo, who now leads with five. By the way, Bob Wheeler, who's the CFO of the Comedy Store in Los Angeles, gave Len a point winning the game show last week. And Paul Ollinger, comedian Paul Ollinger, gave OG a point with his winning of the trivia. So who's going to take it home? Are we going to see Paula slash Andy catch up and get back in it? We're going to see OG overtake Len? Len going to pull away? Well, only one person knows that, and it's uh, Mr. Doug. Hey there, stackers. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. Today is National Draw a Picture of a Bird Day. Hand to God. Look it up. <laughs> Speaking of birds, since it's also the first week of the new baseball season, did you hear about the baseball player known as Mark the Bird Fidrich? Fans loved him because not only was he a great pitcher, 
but he would crouch down on the pitcher's mound and like fix cleat marks and what would become known as manicuring the mound. Sounds like Gertrude before date night. And also, not unlike me, he talked to himself, talked to the ball, aimed the ball like at home plate, like he was throwing darts, and he strutted around the mound after every out. But Fidrich was truly, for too short a time, a great baseball player who would have stacked lots of Benjamins if his career had been longer. So my question is, how many wins did the bird have in his first season back in 1976? I'll be back with the answer after I practice a little self-care. All right. Doug's going to be back, but uh, Mark the Bird Fidrich. And of course, we have a Detroit guy with us, Andy Hill and uh, OG, also from Michigan, but a big baseball fan of Mr. Penzo, who's going first. You, you might be halfway across the country from the Detroit Tigers, but I think you're old enough to remember Mark the oh, Bird Fidrich. Yes, I do. I do remember him. And Oh, he was, he had a, he was good. I, I enjoyed uh, Mark the Bird. Uh, now the question is how many wins in his first season? And gosh, I'm, you know, I'm leaning towards, I thought, uh, I, I'm not sure, but I wonder if he's the guy that he came pretty, did he come close to thir- actually winning 30 games that year? That's what I'm think, trying to think. But I don't want to say a high number close to thirty because if I'm totally wrong, I don't. I'm I'm completely out of this before it even begins. Uh, for some reason, I think he he won close to thirty games. I'm going to say I'm going to just gamble. I'm going to say twenty eight games. Twenty eight games. What do you think about that, OG? The Bird Fidrich a little bit before your time, I think. Any baseball players before my time, as um, despite it being the um, uh, pastime of America. I just not have yours. a rough time watching it. You and I had fun, though, at a Ranger game. My favorite part of that entire event was the fact that the several weeks after when we got the American Express statement, I called you in quite the tizzy, as I recall, saying, Joe, I don't understand it. Someone stole both of our credit cards because like <laughs> literally every seven minutes for like five hours, there was like a charge for twenty eight ninety eight and we're like, which is, I, I, which is like two beers. Yeah. Which, which was basically us going to get beers every like eight minutes for, for like three hours and, and alternating. Like it's your turn to go up there. So it's like literally it said like OG's card 28, Joe's card 28, OG's card 28, Joe's card 28. I'm like, how did they possibly, what, where were you on July 18th? I remember I that call. Oh yeah, that was like there's there's a big problem here, big problem. The other thing I remember was that it was fourteen to one at the end of the first inning. It was and so I was boring. Like, oh, I was yeah. like, "Yep, well, this is going to be uh, this is going to be a competition between which, me and Joe." Which we're right, which means there, there's a direct correlation between the amount of beer we were drinking and the scoreboard. <laughs> Thank God for Uber. Um, so I was unaware that there were thirty games of baseball a year. So the fact that <laughs> to me that would have been <laughs> weird so that he won, won all one hundred percent of them. Um, no, I am aware that there's 160 some odd games. Uh, but, but you said seventies, huh? 162. 162. I I know. I didn't want to be too precise. Um, so this was this, 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 this dude hanging out in the seventies, uh, hanging out in the seventies, 76. I feel like they kind of rode their show ponies a little harder than they do now. Probably. So they did. I mean, 
Man. I think Nolan Ryan, I think, isn't there, I think there was a game where Nolan Ryan threw like 212 pitches or something. Oh, like man. That. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Intriguing. Yeah, that guy was um, unbelievable. I, I have no idea. Um, I'm just going to say, because you said 28, I'll say, uh, and you, but you thought it was 30. Uh, I'm going to say th- 31 just to, just to see what happens. I have no idea. 31 wins, OG says. So, Andy, you got a conundrum, my friend. So, I forgot if this is like a price is right thing or like... It is. <laughs> it is not. We've, Darn. We had a lot of... Uh, yeah, because you were going to say one. Is that what you were going to do? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> one dollar. All right, I'll go for... I'll go on the, the higher side uh, and say 36. You think it's even more wow. than yes. OG's 31. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Well, Fidrich was a great pitcher. Was he that good? We'll find out here in just a minute. Well, you know what I think about Navy Federal? I think about the veterans that have done so much for our country. And I also think about some of our active service members. want to say a special shout out to uh, my nephews, Colin and Nathan, who are both in the Navy Colin is stationed outside Seattle, Washington on a submarine, and my nephew Nathan is in South Africa as an air traffic controller. And in Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants you also to celebrate members, many of whom go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. It's all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their family are eligible for Navy Federal membership. They offer 24-7 help from their U.S.-based member service. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate to see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, equalizing lender. Well, if you're new to Stacking Benjamins, you may not know that I've tried out a lot of personal finance apps. I like to be a guinea pig and try out all these things. So I know what I'm talking about when it comes to uh, what's helpful and what isn't helpful. And the app that I've used the longest has been Monarch Money. And it's because Cheryl and I, my spouse, were able to collaborate together. We can work on our goals together and our budget and our goals are right next to each other on the app. It is clearly the next generation of personal finance apps. So what is it? Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, because you're a stacker, you'll get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Benjamins. I love the fact that we get to collaborate. I love the fact that it's customizable. And I also love that it's this ad-free privacy you can trust. They never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch myself, I totally get why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, because you're a stacker, you're going to get an extended 30-day free trial to try it out like I try out many different apps. And this one was sticky for me because, well, you'll see when you try out the 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash Benjamins. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash Benjamins for your extended 30-day free trial. Len, you kicked this off with 28, and uh, you thought that you might be high, but then both OG and Andy took the higher side. I'm shocked. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he won 30 games. I thought he won like 
Despite your your very strong assertion that that was the number. Well played, young man. No, I well thought it was <laughs> honestly. I thought the, I thought the number was, but I, it, there's a little going first. You know this, OG. Going first, there's a little strategy involved. I mean, unless I know the answer exactly, you know, you gotta you gotta kind of hedge a little bit. I gotta kind of influence your pick and and the the, the next person's pick as well. So, well, OG, actually, I'm sounds, feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. It sounds like he pretty much influenced your pick, OG. Yeah, I uh, have no idea. So. But but Andy, you you even went higher, thirty six wins. I have no clue. I'm well, just bouncing off of the other two. Absolutely. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what, it's all strategery. You just call it strategery. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see which one of the three of you is closest. Hey there, stackers. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. Mark Fidrich played his entire career for the Detroit Tigers. Fans would yell, "We want the bird." We want the bird. I mean, any other place than Tiger Stadium, and you'd see some not-so-safe-for-family gestures. In fact, he was such a phenomenon during the summer of 76 that economists estimated the extra attendance he generated for the league was worth more than $1 million. So, the bird was pretty much to baseball what I am to this podcast. But he wasn't just a sideshow. He was the real deal, as was evidenced by his winning percentage. So how many wins did the bird have in 1976? The answer is 19 wins, which means Len, shockingly, wow. is our winner. Wow. I, I, am, I am so disappointed. I, I just, the whole time I'm listening to you guys talk, like, how are you? This is so bad how you thought 36 wins. Andy, nobody's won 36 games in a season since like 1884. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Denny McLean, also of the Detroit. That's Tigers, who I was thinking yeah, of. And this shows how freaking old you are, Len, because that was 1968 oh. that he had 30 wins. Okay. God, I knew it was a Detroit yeah. guy with 30 wins. And, and they right. actually lowered the yes. height of the mound because of Denny McLean. That year, 68 pitchers were totally dominant throughout the league. Batting averages plummeted, and they decided wow. we got to do something, even things out. And so they lowered the mound. Denny McLean went on to be one of the better um, uh, money, not money launderers. What am I trying to say? Joe, what did <laughs> he do? <laughs> no, he was, he was skimming money out of the companies he worked for. Oh, oh yeah. Embezzlers. Embezzler. Thank you. He was yes. one of the better embezzlers. Yep. Danny McLean. That's yeah. who is there, is there something as a better embezzler or m- more gifted? He did embezzler? it. He did it for a company, S- got smoother. found out, put in jail, got out, did it again. <laughs> In the last photo that I saw of him, he was working behind bulletproof glass at a speedway station. Wow. <laughs> but He's... more importantly, Len is our winner. He was yes. only nine wins high. <laughs> only just a bit outside, but still, but still, congratulations, Mr. Penzo. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but I'll take it. I'm still very disappointed that Mr. Penzo figured out so soon that we were using his piece. You know, it's the brain that goes first, Len, and we were, we kind of thought we could pull one over on you for longer <laughs> no. than that. But he no, still got no, it. No, no, This one's close to my heart. This one's close to my heart. I just published the darn thing. <laughs> well, we thought that'd be the funniest part if he just published it and had no idea. 
we were doing your stuff. But for the uh, record, for the record, Len, we were all taking bets, and I actually said that after the episode aired, you'd shoot an email off to Joe <laughs> saying, "What the hell? Wait a minute!" So you you crushed my bet. <laughs> okay. Second half of today's show, the tactical part brought to you by Magnify Money. Mr. Hill, you know what happens when you go to stackybenjamins.com slash magnify money? Oh, well, you find some great accounts that could help you save a lot of money. Absolutely. Nice job. I, I always like it when we got people that are like been on a few times like Andy has been. Yes, you find those brick and mortar bank accounts and savings accounts, checking accounts, those brick and mortar products you use every day at your bank. Maybe not best in class. Magnify Money looks at over 92% of all the stuff available online. Why are you not going online? Stackingbenjamins.com slash magnify money if you want to compare and save a bunch of money. We're How gonna, far over 92%, Joe? Is it like 92.3% or is it 94%? I wish it'd be deviate, a little more exact. Making me deviate from my copy here. I have when you no know you idea. got real friends. Joe doesn't know how to ad lib. <laughs> I got to dance here. I got to dance. I got no idea. Make me sweat. Uh, you know what? Something that I do know is how to schedule in relaxation. I didn't know before I got some good coaching. And for me, OG, I really needed the coaching program that you and I use. And I don't want to make this an advertisement for them, but Strategic Coach really taught me uh, how important this was. But can you tell me how you make sure you get relaxation into your schedule? I think that if you believe that the beginning part of scheduling your day or your life is that you need to be rested in order to produce great results, then the first thing that you do is put in all the rest days. And it sounds really silly because, you know, most people put in all of their work commitments or all of their life commitments and then say, well, now what can I fill in? You know, there's a week in the summer or a week around the holiday time or something like that. And, and I think that uh, I come from the approach of in order to have great results for the people that, that rely on me to have them, then I need to be you know, full of energy and to be full of energy, I need lots of time off. So here's where all the time off goes. And then I will work like crazy during those other times so that I, you know, um, lack of a better term, earn it, but, but well, and it's, you get it, the idea. and it's also, I think easier to do those sprints when you know that you have adequate time off coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Makes it makes it much simpler. Andy, you talked about you talked about scheduling into your day and about having focused meditation. How do you build that into your schedule? Yeah, I mean, for me, I try to carve it around my family too. So for me, if I get an hour or two in the morning before everybody wakes up, that's sort of my special relaxation time where I get up, I'll go for a walk, I'll do my meditation, I'll plan out my day in a, you know, a planner just so I know what I'm supposed to be doing that day. That's my way of relaxation. If I feel like I'm in control, I've calmed myself down, I've got a little bit of exercise, I feel like I'm putting myself first in the morning to help me to have that energy to get my work done, but also to be a good dad and a good husband. So just trying to craft that in the morning really helps me. But I even like the part that's just about work there with it. You're in control of your day. I think that's pretty powerful because I find when I wake up late and I check the phone first thing and I find out there's three emails from people that want me working on their priority, like that's the mess. That's when I don't feel relaxed. But to your point, when I know I've got adequate time to do the things that make Stacking Benjamin special, like that's that's way better. 
Absolutely, yeah. Craft at, at least my I I at least try to get top three down on my planner, saying what are the three things that I need to get done that help me to have a good day, so that when I get distracted from all those emails of people who want stuff from me, then I go back to that top three and say, is that going to help me get my top three done today? Uh, uh, Len, you talk about uh, in your piece about reading a book about how reading, and and I bet you're not talking about a business book that's going to tell you how to have better, you know, whatever it is that you do for a profession. Yeah, it's just some, something to get away, and it, it can be anything that's that takes your mind off of what you've been doing or what has been stressing you out. And it's just it's 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 kind of meditation in an, another way, and it's it's just um, it's something to occupy your mind and take it away from the things that are giving you trouble. So yeah, uh, I, pr- pr- I prefer actually I prefer fiction books or nonfiction books, um, but I'm sure most people would like to escape to some sort of nonfiction uh, fiction book, but. But Anything you, will do, but for you, it's it's nonfiction, but it's not about your area of expertise. What Correct. you do all day. Correct. Yeah, yeah you, you know, I'm a uh, things I like. You know, like um, uh, tr- model railroading. I have rock model railroading books. I'll read about, or I, I I'm one of those UFO freaks. You know, I believe in that kind of stuff. So I I got lots of UFO books. I'll I'll uh, get into. You know, and somebody I can hear people now saying, "Oh, hey, hey, Penzo, that's fiction." You know, that's not nonfiction. Your credibility is skyrocketing. Yes, I know. (laughs) See what I did there? I'm trying to come up with the line from uh, the David Duchovny show. Um, uh, Some that want to believe, or 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 it's the truth is out there, Len. There it is. The truth is out there. Hey, can I go back real quick on the scheduling too? My work has this app that like every one hour it interrupts me if i've been on that computer for an hour straight it stops me and it says hey uh you know you might want to think about stepping away for five minutes and just relax it, 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 sometimes it's annoying but but uh, it there are things there are apps out there that will allow you to do that to because short term in when you're working intensely for even an hour at a time you can really start to lose productivity, believe it or not, just by, cause you're the way you're working and it really helps to take that break really, you know, get that app and it'll force you to take that break. So I love that, but I, but I don't like it whenever I rent a Ford, uh, whenever I rent a Ford vehicle, you drive half an hour and it goes, you should really think about taking a break. And then you get to an hour and it goes, no, we're serious. Take a break. And really, uh, they have those yeah. for cars. Yeah. Yeah. Continually pops up right on my dashboard and oh, says, wow. Hey, why don't you, why don't you take a break? I'm like, You've, you've no idea. I've got another, <laughs> another is, is, is the ignore button just worn thin? <laughs> no. Can't even read the word ignore anymore. Which is really bad because obviously you can get road fatigue and I, and I should take a break. So good, good safety stuff Ford. But we talk about, we talk about writing down, writing down your thoughts. You, you write this, Len, I'm going to stick with you for just a second longer because I've found that there have been times when, uh, and I think it's because of my ADD that, that my thoughts are just all a jumble. And I remember going into a mentor's office and telling him, Hey, I've got, I've got like 65 things to do. He's like, let's write them down. You know how many things there were swirling around my brain? Four. 650. No, oh, is that all four? Oh, okay. Well, yes. But great. in my head, because I hadn't written them down and they were so big and they just kept popping up no matter what I was thinking about. That, that writing them down actually made the list a hell of a lot smaller than this specter of all this crap going on in my head. I think writing it down is a great thing here. Well, that's why I put it on there. So. 
It's like, correct. Yeah. What do you want me to do with that, Joe? Uh, uh, OG, what's another way that you, that you make sure that you stay relaxed and in control? I think that the short bursts of, of, of time, you know, whether like Len, you were talking about, you know, just working for 50 minutes at a time or whatever, um, short bursts of, 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 of work where it's just a couple weeks or a couple, three weeks. I was thinking about the, um, the uh, principal for my kid's school just had his big Instagram post of, you know, come welcome back from spring break. And his whole message was like, Hey, there's only nine weeks left. And there's a lot of breaks in those nine weeks, by the way. So like, it's literally like foot on the gas and then you can stop and then foot on the gas and then you can stop and then foot on the gas and then we're done. So, you know, like I think, I think it's always important for me. I always like to have a little bit of the kind of what's at the end of the rainbow. Um, I think that a lot of people who know me know that um, I, no matter what I'm, no matter what I'm working on, there's always something else that's kind of spinning in the background, and some other project or some other accomplishment that I'm trying to uh, trying to get to, and um, uh, it is a little bit of the kind of pursuit of more. But to me, you know, that's kind of the that's kind of the fun is the journey of that, you know, and and it's like oh you put a pool in the backyard. That's quite a, you know, that's a great accomplishment. It's like, yep, cool. When are we going to put the bar in, you know? And, next and thing. It's, it's like, I'm just kind of on the next thing kind of sort of all the time. And that's what, that's what keeps me motivated. So, um, I don't know that that really didn't answer the question, but no, but Andy, as OG was talking, I was thinking about this idea of having lots of plate spinning, right? And you're a guy that has plate spinning with your family. You got plate spinning with your community. You do some uh, work for other brands and you do your own stuff. How do you make sure you're being true to all those and staying relaxed at the same time? Oh man, that, that is the, the magic question that I'm trying to figure out on a daily basis. Now, I, I think what happens is that I have uh, maybe a little bit of what OG's talking about where it's like, I am excited about all these things that are coming up and it's it's important for me to decide what I should say no to because if I'm able to start saying no more, I think that will really help me in the long run. And I'm practicing that more on a daily basis and and deciding what is going to put me further away from the goals that I have for me and my family. So yeah, saying no more is really going to be at the top of my list. (laughs) Boy, that's great, Len. I know that a lot of people talk about the power of saying yes, but that there's a ton of strength in deciding like what to do and what not to actually bite off. Yeah. You know, there's a thing, and this took me a while to learn too, is um, I I probably didn't learn this till I was in my thirties and I was much happier when I did by saying no, a lot of people try to please everybody and that's, that's why they won't say no to a lot of things. And it took me a long time to figure out, you know what? I can't, I can't possibly please everybody. And that's a, that's you know, that will stress you out in an, in and of itself. You're worried that, oh, I'm, you know, whatever I've chosen to do or what I'm doing, I'm not doing something the right way or, or what this person's not going to be happy with that causes you stress. But if you just let that go and you learn that you can't please everybody, you know, so, so look at more for yourself, you know, think, do things for yourself and don't try to please everybody. And that will take away a lot of the stress just by doing it. It takes a big weight off of your shoulders. And like I said, once I learned to, that that was true, uh, things got a lot easier for me. Doug, how do you juggle the different things that you always have going on? I just make sure everybody's expectations of me are very clear, that I'm not here to do stuff for them. 
here to do stuff for me. Is that, uh, is, is, are you being serious? <laughs> it's all know, about me. It is. Isn't it really at the end? It's just about how, uh, how do you make those expectations known that you, so you don't come off like a total OG about it. Nice. Uh, like, uh, oh, I didn't mean him. Oh, no, that's no, I meant like, oh, anyway. Uh, but it is, it's just like, how smoothly can you be able to say, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to work that out. I can't be there that time or I can't cause I've, you know, just not available, but it is about, you know, managing people's expectations oftentimes. And it's a, it's a very delicate line to walk. We've got Justin from the Road to Wealth podcast hanging out with us. And I tried to bring him up on stage earlier, which is the scratching you heard because he had no idea that I was inviting him on stage. Well, he had said that he had some stuff for us, but um, Justin. Hey, Justin. Hey. Yes, I got you. Sorry about bringing you up on stage earlier and you were clanging around. <laughs> but, but so Sorry about that. No, no, that's all right, my friend. Uh, tell us, what do you do? Because you're always juggling a bunch between the podcast and, and your work and all the different things you do. Yeah. And you know, I think everyone had um, a little bit that um, I'm incorporating within my habit stack. Um, and you know, what you guys heard well, selfishly was picking up kids' toys. I thought Fireside would mute me right away. So I apologize for that. Um, right. But um, I'll kind of double down what OG, uh, OG said was, uh, you know, your exercise routine can help alleviate a lot. And um, there is a phrase within not only the self-development community, but Peloton says it a lot, which I'll selfishly say I, I, I do, is you have to fill up your cup first before you can be there at your full capacity for everyone else. And I can, you know, say that to, you know, what Doug was saying with, you know, kind of being selfish for yourself. And then also for Andy, you know, being a fellow father, like you need to be at your, at your best self and best capacity. So in order for, for me to fill that, I'll, I'll do a meditation or a workout in the morning and then I'm present. I can be present for my employer. I can be present for, you know, my family, my kids. Um, I think it's a matter of how you prioritize that space and, you know, for me, what one big thing that helped me was um, this book called um, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Hal Elrod, about, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we've talked a lot about that, you know, within uh, you know, our space within money. And I feel that, you know, we, we have to have that selfish time before we we jump in and, you know, our, uh, you know, someone makes time for, you know, they'll, they'll schedule our time for us in a lot of ways. So um, I just wanted to, to share that. Yeah, no, that's great. Thanks for sharing. And OG, you're somebody that also has very much uh, a, a routine about your day where you fill your cup first. Roll out of bed around 8.05. 11.05. I can't miss. I, I, I heard this great, this guy I talked to today. He called me at 10.50 and I said, oh, just... Uh, you know, just rolling out of bed. He says, yeah, I got up just in time for lunch. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Good. Use that one. Perfect. <laughs> I try to, I try to make sure that I'm up by lunch, but, um, no, I think that you have to have, you have to know what your flow looks like. Like when are you most energized? When are you the most able to do good work for different things? And, and, uh, eight o'clock in the morning is not the time for me to be, you know, having really serious conversations about, uh, the work that we do now. It's fine time to reply to email. It's fine time to, you know, have a cup of coffee and that sort of thing. But for me, I do my best stuff in the afternoon. So I try to make sure that my afternoons are full of, of, uh, you know, the things that, uh, 
that produce the best results. So I mean, th- I think we all kind of have some sort of uh, rhythm to to our day, right? Like here's when I get up roughly, here's, you know, have a cup of coffee or two or five or none or what, you know, whatever your thing is. Right? Yeah, but I think the big thing, you, you know, I look at the success that you and Andy and Len have with what you do though. And Justin too, who, you know, just spoke uh, that you guys are all successful people. And I think that comes with intentionality around actually designing your day instead of it being designed for you. And for me, I think that's my big takeaway and OG sticking with you, big takeaway from this conversation. Well, I'll borrow something from, you know, flying, which is, uh, and Justin said it just a second ago, just in a different way. Um, you have to, you have to put your oxygen mask on before helping other people. So you have to be good before you can be able to, um, to be your best for other people. So take care of yourself and then you can take care of other people. We'll let our guest of honor have the last word. So Len, what's your takeaway here? Oh, by the way, we didn't talk about your shameless plug, which is very, <laughs> very, very, very well hidden there. Uh, did you want me to talk about my shameless plug? Uh, you can, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does, it does mention, you know, smoking tobacco as, as being, <laughs> as being a real, to relax and people do do that. I and- just saw a picture that I posted on Instagram <laughs> of me with a glass of bourbon and a cigar. And I just thought to myself, I could totally go for a cigar. Right now. Yeah. Well, there you go. And I won't, I won't plug it. It's in the article and you can see how cleverly I, I stuck it in there, but it's <laughs> a nice tobacco shop. Uh, nice. So there it is. That's, that's, that's well done. I'll be honest. It? That's, that's, I, hey, I thought I'm that a, was, I'm a I, professional. I scrolled through it a couple of times. I'm like, I don't see a shameless. Yeah. Plug yeah. See how I did tobacco, that? But that's yeah. cool. But it's smooth, isn't it? It's smooth. Yes. How I did it. Just like I did. the draw of Drew Estate Cigars. <laughs> just, just and now, and now we plugged them here too. That's great. So lucky. I'm going to send them a note and tell them there's a little extra coming in for me now. They owe me because after this, that's right. This wide audience. Yes, because nothing helps your health and well-being like smoking. <laughs> Ah, uh, did not. There it is, folks. I was waiting for that. <laughs> so, so good. Oh man! But if you're going to smoke a cigar, you know, I smoke a cigar, <laughs> Len. I smoke a cigar once a year. I enjoy it, and I hate the ashtray my mouth tastes like the next day. Yeah, but it's fun. that's a, that's a bonding thing for you know you play poker with the boys or go golfing and you you pot you know you yeah, but. But I out. do find that once a year, that is a nice stress. Yeah, it so is. Nice. Yes, absolutely. But anyway, your takeaway besides go smoke. <laughs> no, I think I'll leave it right there. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Mr. Hill, you're bringing it home. What's our What's our big takeaway? I would say I really enjoyed what uh, OG said about scheduling in your relaxation first. And and that almost sounds like crafting your whole year. It's like looking at saying, okay, I'm going to be taking this time for vacation. I'm going to be taking this time to relax. And then putting on your goals on top of that saying, how can I get what I want to get done amongst this relaxation time? I'm, I'm going to take that as a personal takeaway for me. So I appreciate that, OG. Thanks. And I think at this point in the show, let's find out what's going on where you all work. Uh, Mr. Penzo, besides this brilliant article, what else is happening at lenpenzo.com? I've got, uh, I go into how to avoid being audited by the uh, IRS. Actually, there's some, there's some, actually what I'm really highlighting is, is red flags, big red flags that will catch the IRS's attention when you're filling in your taxes. So things you probably don't want to do. Do you know how you actually avoid getting audited by the IRS, OG? What Len writes in his piece? 
I wasn't listening because Len was talking. <laughs> you go to the you, you, you smoke to, fine tobacco from the cigar <laughs> shop. Yes, you go to Drew's cigar <laughs> shop, and you're, if you're hanging out there, the IRS won't find you. They might audit you, but they can't find you. That's another benefit of smoking tobacco. OG, what are you doing this fine uh, early April weekend besides clearly not watching baseball? Not. I don't think anybody's watching baseball yet, are they? Uh, they will. Yes, absolutely. Yep. They started absolutely. this week. Oh, I thought they were all going to quit. That was what I had. Go- I was looking forward to that. Hyperbole. Hyperbole. They were, yes. They were, all, they were all like, we're done. Baseball's over. And, and we're I, out. I yeah. applauded and apparently they didn't want to quit. Losers. What am I doing? I have a uh, busy weekend planned of uh, some fun stuff that I like to do in the fall, and uh, it also happens in the spring. So um, I will be doing that. I think I'm going to the middle of Louisiana for a little, uh, little, little after school activity, little road trip. Going to be fun. Speaking, yeah, absolutely. Kind of like a cloud trip, but same. Mist- Mr. L, thank you for hanging out with us again, my friend. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Neighborhood okay without me there? Or uh, property values probably going through the roof now that I've moved out. Well, it's plummeted, Joe. It's plummeted. Oh, yeah, right. nice. Haven't you seen the national real estate prices? Uh, yeah. Michigan, actually, specifically, our area has gone down uh, a lot because you left. Just, no, no, just things are crazy that, here. Yeah, GDP in the area, <laughs> just down. Exactly. But, so tell us what's coming up next at Marriage, Kids, and Money. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I love podcasting. So my main thing is the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast. I love having great guests on. We talk about uh, how families can build wealth and happiness. So I got a new episode coming up every Monday. And a fun thing that I've been doing lately is um, translating a lot of uh, what I put out on the podcast onto video as well. So I've been growing a YouTube channel over the past year, which is a lot of fun. Just hit over 5,000 subscribers. Very excited about that milestone and helping people there. So it's like it's like connecting with new people in a different fashion. Love the podcast. Always will do the podcast, but I really do love video too. So it's a lot of fun. So yeah, if you are interested in listening or watching, check out marriagekidsandmoney.com. Hey, hey, Andy. Yeah. You get 5,000 more subscribers and then I'll, I'll tie you in with this cigar shop. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude. Talk about, talk about a quality sponsorship. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know what I taught my kids to do at an early age? No, probably not. <laughs> Probably, probably not. Hey, dad's got to relax somehow, right? Hey, also, seriously, people want to relax. Watching your Instagram reels, your Instagram videos, like you have a lot of fun on Instagram as well. I do. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, I I like video, especially these short form videos, because you can have some fun with it and use some fun music and just get a cool message across in a quick way. So, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun on Instagram there making those IG reels and just making people laugh. <laughs> we we will link to Marriage, Kids, and Money in all its forms, YouTube, the Instagram account, and also the wonderful podcast. Uh, and to Lynn's latest piece where he uh, talks about how great smoking is on, on our show notes page. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's great. Uh, all right, Doug, take it from here. What should we have learned today? You're just begging me to get this show back on the rails, aren't you, Joe? I'll tell everybody what they should have learned today. First, life isn't just about hustle. Take some time to relax. Maybe watch Zoolander. Second, instead of scheduling all your have-to-dos in your calendar and then searching for time to relax, flip that around. Schedule your relaxation time and then fill in your work around it. But the big lesson, it pays to be yourself, especially if you're a weirdo.
Guess you got that covered, Joe. Dude, I'm right here. I know. Oh, I know. Thanks to Len Penzo for joining us today. You'll find him at lenpenzo.com slash aliens are among us. Thanks to Andy Hill for joining us today. You can find his podcast, Marriage, Kids, and Money, wherever finer podcasts are found. Thanks also to OG for joining us today. Looking for good financial planning help? Head to stackingbenjamins.com slash OG to see his calendar. This show is the property of SB Podcasts, LLC, copyright 2022, and is written in part by Paulette Perhatch, who helps writers power their words, their work, and their earning potential with her Powerhouse Writers Coaching Program. Find out more at powerhousewriters.com. Thanks also to our team who made today possible. Karen Repine is our producer. Tina Eichenberg and Gertrude Smith are our social media mavens. And Brooke Miller handles the show notes and our amazing newsletter, The 201. Not only should you not take advice from these dorks, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, speak with a real financial advisor. That's it for today. We'll see you back here on Monday on Stacking Benjamins. Welcome to the after show. So, uh, just a short story from the road that I am in Charlotte and I have just verified that the time for the books to be delivered on time for our event tonight, you know, it's a book signing, but it is gone and, uh, we will not have books at the beginning of our book signing. Sounds about right. (laughs) It's just, it's so good. That's like, uh, nobody remembered the ball at the baseball game, right? You know what, Joe, you want, I got some good news at least. I could just Uh, go smoke a cigar. No, on the, on the break there, I ran down to the bathroom real quick. Nothing stuck. (laughs) That is good. Yes. Cause if, cause if things, things get stuck. Did I tell you about Cheryl's uncle when he came through town? Was this some, some kind of weird poop <laughs> yeah, joke? It actually it 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 will end up being a poop joke, but I didn't mean for it. I didn't mean for it to be. The, I mean this this truly happened. He comes out of the bathroom and he's like, "Joe, we have a problem." <laughs> and I'm like, "What's the problem?" He said, uh, "I." Uh, I, uh, uh, your toilet is not uh, flushing correctly now. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, do you need a plunger? And he goes, would you have a plastic bag and a stick? <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't know a lot about engineering. I don't know. As, I don't know as much as Len knows about engineering, but I'm like, what the hell you can do with a plastic bag and a stick versus a, versus a plunger. I never, All I said was no.
I, Sounds like you needed to murder it afterwards. I know. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you gonna do with a plastic bag and a stick? I love that guy, but I still, you know, and I didn't have the heart to ask him. I'm like, how does this end? Sounds like it ends badly for somebody or for something. I don't, I don't know. Not, not great. I think we'll just end it there. Well, on that note, <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Beat that. <laughs> I kind of. Oh I kind of, I actually do kind of I kind of feel bad because he is he's such a super guy but now our whole our whole family cuz I couldn't I couldn't resist it I couldn't resist telling people whatever anybody at any family gathering now comes out of the bathroom do you have a plastic bag and a stick Sounds like you should have just one on the ready there in the bathroom for people, just in case. <laughs> Next time a he kit. comes over, put a plastic bag in a stick. A little, little hefty bag over there. Hang it on the wall. Sounds like a stocking stuffer for the next holiday. <laughs> a stocking. <laughs> Do you know what you need for the holidays? Oh, so good. I can't believe I told that. Glad he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> right. All right, guys. I got to figure out how I'm going to do a book event without any books. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a uh, live recording of the Stacky Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Saul Hi, and uh, we're having some technical difficulties. The woman that was going to be uh, helping us, my mom's cousin, Diana, having some some trouble getting into the app. So uh, mom's neighbor, Doug, is on his way. So we might as well test the mics while we're waiting. Andy, I heard you over and over saying, check one, two. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I could hear you before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was probably very irritating. <laughs> no, no. Uh, all right. And OG's here. With bells on. How are you, man? I'm, I'm good. I just, I just flew in from Michigan and boy, my arm's tired. Dude, you did the, you did the marathon circle of the Eastern half so, of the United States. <clears throat> I, I, I crossed, uh, I don't know how many states I crossed yesterday. But I started yesterday morning in uh, Maryland, in Frederick, Maryland, flew to, to the middle of Michigan, grabbed my mom, uh, and then flew to uh, St. Louis, and then and then down to Dallas and landed last night. Len Penzo. Yes. Can you hear me? How about that? Did, yeah. doesn't, it, doesn't it feel good for the second week in a row to have it be somebody else's audio missing up and not yours? <laughs> Doug. Our pitch no, I'm here, Joe. Our, our pitch hitting. You are you are super super hot. God damn right I'm hot. <laughs> All right, let's see what I can do about that. I'm trying something different now. Hopefully this sounds. You know, better. I'm going to say this. They changed the app and they got rid of the monkey, and that really uh, I'm a little irritated about that. I know when you hit your mute. Oh, it's just a line through just a, it. Yeah, it's just a, I think so we need to start a a, a a write-in campaign to bring back the monkey. It's like when they got rid of Clippy, you know. <laughs> Just my whole world changed. Hey, Joe, how is this? Am I less hot now? Yes. <laughs> Not really. 
<laughs> still sounded loud. Still pretty damn sexy, aren't I? <laughs> yep, still, still a little hot. Oh God, God, you just want to fatten me up and keep me home. It is, it is funny. It was going to be guys day. So we had Diana here to help kind of balance it out. And now we, we bring in the, now it's dude. guys day. So now it's, oh, yeah. all right. For those of you hanging out with us, uh, uh, welcome to a recording. This is, this is the way the pros do it right here. We bring in the, the backup guy. We, uh, we got Andy fixing his audio. And when we're, oh, we, we, we do have a Diana. Guess what, oh. Doug? Not all dudes. Are you serious? We do. We do have a diet. You just canceled your dentist There's appointment. No for that. way. Doug. There's no way you're doing this to me. <laughs> you gonna hang out with us too? Oh. You have got to be kidding me. You gonna hang out with us also? <laughs> but we find. I don't know. I'll think about it. <laughs> I'll, I mean, oh, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Diana might have to go having, wash my hold, hair. Hold. Hold on a second. Diana's having huge audio problems. Oh, now we want Hi. you back, Doug. <laughs> Hold on. I can't hear. Oh my God. Am I having problems here? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You sound very light and computery. What about now? Like most of Joe's dates in high school. (laughs) Uh, Still, still light. Interesting. What about this? Oh, there's a high pitched scream going on. Sounds like we're taking an, an ear Just test. Just like Joe's dates in high school. Put your <laughs> finger up. <laughs> no. no. I'm sounding pretty damn good right now, aren't I, Joe? For you guys, but that high-pitched sound, I hear that every single time we record. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Well, now we all get to hear it. <laughs> Actually, I'm not hearing the high-pitched sound. Now I'm, I'm just not hearing, hearing her. She it. sounds really distant and unemotional. You. <laughs> Emotionally unavailable. Like... Like I've never of, heard that before. Like How most about, of Doug's I mean, dates in high school. <laughs> nice try, Joe. Actually, I mean, you did gain, sound. The gain is up to six. That's good. That... No, that's good. Yeah, you sound good. I now. do? Because you always I tell me to turn that. the gain down to like two. But don't you hear that? You don't, don't hear, you hear that, that, the, the that robot 20 echo? kilohertz tone? Yeah, there still, still is a robot-y thing going on. She really? sounds good to me. I'm out. Doug, you are screaming. <laughs> You are just screaming. What is my happening? gains at four? <laughs> Should tell you something. So, I mean, what do you want to do? Do you want me to hop off? Do you want because, like, I mean, if we're not going to have good sound quality, well, I, th- I, don't I was going to say it. at this point, it's quarter after, so we should probably just do our testing between shows. I'll well, catch hey, this up was a you. great, great I'll catch after up show, you, Diana. <laughs> I know, I, right? I, I wasn't recording any of that. Which oh, is God. gosh, Joe. <laughs> Have you ever done this podcasting thing before? I know. That would have been so good if I'd been doing that. So, All right. So you want me to hop off? Yes. And we'll catch you All next right. time, Diana. I'll, All right. Uh, see you, we, losers. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> Bye. All right. This is the way the pros do it. All you right. thoroughly pissed off both of your comedic influences on the show because I'm ready to hit the bricks myself. Wow. We got contract disputes going on now. Live from the Fireside app, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. Hold on, Doug. You're still at 11. There's no, I mean, my gain is at three now, Joe. I know you're, you're at like 14. Maybe, maybe it's the, maybe it's the volume on your phone. Okay. 
Um, all right. I mean, um, is it getting better? Because I've turned no, the phone almost all the is, way down. It is. It is. It is not better. Hello. Yes, it is not. But hello, now, hello. Now you got to turn the phone back up. I think anybody. I think you got to turn the phone back up. <laughs> I think you got to turn hello? the phone. You got to turn the phone back up. I think I got to text. Can you guys him. hear me? <laughs> He's too tall to turn the phone back up. What is the matter today? It's. I don't think it's the volume. If you heard me that whole time, then it's not the volume on the phone. No, it's not. And you are screaming at us. Okay. Can you stand like five feet away from the microphone? You five stand feet. five feet away, Len. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... So over this. You guys ready to do this till midnight? Right. I, I mean, sure. I, how about if I'm back here? I'm on the other side of my room. Is this better? How is it? Oh. it I don't think you're coming through your mic. Are you wearing here? Hit, hit your microphone. Man, how, how are you so far away from your microphone and still screaming? Oh, uh, that don't ask that. Hey, don't answer that. Doug. <laughs> Right. I don't know what other adjustments to make. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Any better? Yes. There you go. How are we doing now? Yes. Yes. Better now. Yep. There you go. Okay. All right. Maybe up just a little bit. Oh, no effing way. (laughs) Up just slightly. Like you went from I you did, went from screaming this to now you're you're you are across the room. I, I did a sixteenth of a rotation on the dial. Wow! I wow. rig. Wow! How are we doing now? Yep, a little bit more. More now. Right there. Right there. All right. I didn't touch it. I swear oh. to God, I didn't even touch it. <laughs> I got no idea. God. All right. Here we go. Well, stackers, the show might be over, but the celebrations are just beginning because it is Military Appreciation Month, and I want to celebrate people like my brother-in-law Eric who is such a giving person, Eric will do just anything for you. And as a Marine, you can see that his time in the military taught him to be a guy who gives to his community, gives to his family, and is always there when you need them. This Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate members like Eric who go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Navy Federal's employees are part of the community they serve. Many of them are military family members, reservists, or veterans. And all branches of the military, veterans, DOD, employees, and their families are eligible for Navy Federal membership. In fact, there are so many resources on the Navy Federal website. Resources like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life. And Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate and you'll see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.